0: Our scripture today comes from the Gospel according to John, the 14th chapter. The lectionary text is verses 1 through 14. I will be reading just the first paragraph of this text. Hear the word of God. Do not let your hearts be troubled, Jesus says. Believe in God, believe also in me. For in my Father's house there are many dwelling places. If it were not so, would I have told you that I go to prepare a place for you. And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again and I will take you to myself so that where I am, there you may be also. And you know the way to the place where I am going. And Thomas said to him, Lord, we do not know where you're going. How can we know the way? And Jesus said to him, I am the way and the truth and the life. No one comes to the father except through me. If you know me, you will know my father also. From now on, you do know him and have seen him this is the word of the lord let us pray by your grace and through your mercy we pray O lord that you will allow these words to come to point to the word just read and to the word made flesh in jesus the christ for we pray this in his name amen Several years ago, I had the chance to go into New York City and see on Broadway the reprise of the great play, Inherit the Wind. It's a play based upon the Scopes Monkey Trial in 1928, which pitted two old legal rivals and friends, Clarence Darrow and William Jennings Bryant, against each other. In this particular production, the two lead roles were played by Charles Durning and George C. Scott. The trial is a battle over evolution and whether or not should be taught in schools. And when the trial is over and the Bryant character has won and evolution is lost, the two lawyers are left on stage for a moment. And William Jennings Bryant laments out loud to his old friend about how the two of them have grown so far apart. And Darrow in the play has this intriguing rejoinder. All motion is relative. Perhaps it is you who has moved away by standing still. All motion is relative. Perhaps it is you who has moved away by standing still. Standing still. It has never been a good approach to life, standing still. In fact, the very essence of life is not to stand still. Movement is what life is about. You, you know something is alive when you see it move. Go to your doctor, and usually he or she will ask about your movement. Are you moving much? Are you walking? Are you getting exercise? Are you practicing yoga? Are you riding your bike? Are you moving? And it's not just your body. It's also your heart. It's your mind. Are you moving? Is your mind moving? to learn new things, to form new opinions, to take in new data? Is your heart moving to new people and new friends and new communities? Is your heart moved by the acts of love and kindness in the world? Everything around us is moving. History is moving. The clouds are moving. The earth is moving on its axis. The universe is moving. It's expanding. The universe has not stopped expanding since the Big Bang 13 billion years ago. That's a long Long time to keep moving. So standing still is not usually a good thing. Of course, the Bible does say that we are to be still and know that God is God, and we are to remember the Sabbath day and keep it holy, as Dr. Trent will remind us in a few minutes. But even these choices are movements, right? They are movements to something. They are the effort to somehow Find a straight course to align ourselves with the cosmos. To, to just stand still is to let the world go by. It is to create distance between all motion is relative. Perhaps it is you who has moved away by simply standing still. We humans do best when we are moving. But then comes the next question, to where are we moving? It's one thing to move. It's another thing to, to move in the right direction. It's another thing to paint, to point to the horizon toward which to switch, toward which to set your sails. It's a, another thing to have someone possibly ahead of you to follow as you are moving. It's the great human question. To where are you moving? Have you chosen the right direction, the right point? on the horizon, the right person to follow. We we all need the right person to follow. No sense moving if you're following the the wrong person, which makes me think of a time back when I was in college and my buddies and I went for a few times white water rafting, and on one of these trips we took down the Yakagani River in central Pennsylvania, I was asked to join one of the river guides in his raft to help lead the other rafts, the group of rafts about 10 or 12 down this river. What this meant was that when we approached a set of difficult rapids, the group would of a dozen or so rafts would pull to the side of the river and the lead raft, the guide raft, the one in which I was sitting, would demonstrate to the rest of the group how best to navigate through the difficult twists and turns of the rapids. On this particular day, the water was high, which meant the river was wild, the rapids were a bit more perilous. At one point in the journey, then we came to this set of rapids called Dimple Rock, some of the more dangerous rapids on the river class four when the river is high temple rock claims about one or two lives a year so we pulled the rafts to the side sort of our little sabbatical pause and the guide raft with me in the back of it was to show the rest of the rafters how to navigate these tricky rapids so off we went now the guide in the front of the raft made it very clear to me what i should do when he yelled Hard right, hard right. I was to paddle hard right. If I was, if you yell hard left, I was to paddle hard left. If you yelled back paddle right, I was to back paddle left. You right, you not left right, um, <laughs> which is maybe part of the story here. But you get the point. So. Off we went to show these fellow travelers how to paddle the wild current and the perilous rapids. So we get to the rapids, and sure enough, the guy begins to bark out his orders, hard right, hard left, back paddle right. And so I'm doing all I can do to do what he tells me to do. And then what he doesn't realize as he's barking out the orders while we're in the middle of the rapids is that I had fallen out of the raft. (laughs) Hard right, hard left, and I'm swirling around dimple rock. So when he finally notices that I am now swirling around Dibble Rock, a great example to my fellow travelers, I managed to grab hold of a rock and he comes over and rescues me and he gets back on the rock and he says, don't do this. <laughs> it's important to follow the right person, to move in the right direction, to paddle the right way, to follow the right guide all of which we might have in mind when we hear Jesus answer the question of disciple Thomas, how can we know the way? And Jesus says, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. Do you hear the movement in that answer? No one comes, no one advances, no one draws closer to the Father except through me, the way that is the truth and the truth that is the life and the life that is the movement, movement toward the Father. If you want to move in the direction of the Father, Jesus says, then you must follow the way, the truth, and the life. It explains why the first words out of Jesus' mouth when he begins his ministry, first two words out of Jesus' mouth when he begins his ministry, what are they? Follow me. Do you hear the movement in that invitation? Follow me. Some think that Christianity is a static thing. Some think that to be a Christian, you have to check a box. You have to, you know, give assent to a certain doctrine. You have to recite a certain creed. You just have to get the right answer on the test. And what that means is that you don't really have to get out of your seat. You don't have to move. You don't have to do anything more than just stand still. A lot of Christian brothers and sisters think that all you need to do is say that Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life, and then you've done all that needs to be done. You voted for the right guy. But to state the obvious, standing still never gets you very far. And where Jesus wants to get us, it appears, is closer to the Father. He's downstream yelling back, follow me! Push off the bank, let the current take you and follow me in my way, my way of life that draws you closer to the Father, the one who has the many rooms, the one who has the peace that passes all understanding. Boy, but you got to move. Imagine your next-door neighbor says to you that he and his wife are planning to take a cruise. He's very excited about the cruise. He shows you the brochure of the cruise, explains to you all the ports of call, shows you the pictures of the staterooms, explains the dining options, tells you how much it's gonna cost, how, when he made his deposit, when he made his final payment, and what the dates of the cruise are. Every time you see him he tells you a little bit more about that wonderful cruise of a lifetime. And then the day after they're supposed to leave, you see him in the driveway. And you say, Charlie, what gives? What about the cruise? What about the ports of call, the stateroom, the dining plan? Charlie says, oh, yeah, i got my tickets. In the safe there in the back of the house. And you say, but Charlie, the boat left yesterday. Charlie says, that's okay, i got the tickets. Got what I paid for. Just going to stay home, my lazy boy, and look at the brochure. not about the cruise line Charlie it's about the cruise it's about pushing off it's about the high seas it's about the port it's about leaving port it's about the islands ahead I am the way the truth and the life I'm on the move when Dorothy lands in the land of Oz and she wonders how she will ever get home the only wisdom the munchkins have for her is to find the wizard Oh, but to find the wizard, you have to follow the yellow brick road. You have to follow the yellow brick road. And on the yellow brick road, you find some friends who are looking for things they've lost. And on the yellow brick road, there are wicked witches, and there are angry apple trees, and sleepy poppies, and lions, and tigers, and bears. Oh, my. But the whole point is to follow the yellow brick road. And at the end of the yellow brick road, there's the wizard. And the wizard points her to the ruby slippers she's been wearing all along she was graced from the very beginning and she is graced at the end and in between it's just following the yellow brick road. It's the movement that gets us to see what we've had all along. And the movement for Jesus will always be about the love, the love that Jesus has for us and the love that Jesus calls us to live. It's the current that takes us down the river, the high seas upon which we sail, the yellow bricks upon which we trod. We follow Jesus as he loves us at table and at cross and at empty tomb and in Sabbath keeping and as he loves us to the four corners of the world where love should take us, wherever love should take us. Follow me, Jesus says, and we'll go wherever love takes us. Despite the swirling rapids, the wicked witches, the lion, the tigers, and the bears, we will go where love will take us. Ruby slippers snugly on our feet, love will take us all the way home. Which may have been what happened to Francis, St. Francis of Assisi, riding his horse upon the Umbrian plain, pondering his own spiritual life. Our sister Lori will be soon traveling down the way of St. Francis. Francis was a rich man's son, still insulated from the world, safe in harbor. And as he pondered his spiritual life, all of a sudden his horse shied underneath him and he looked up to see the sight he most feared in all the world, a leper. Horrified to come so close to someone so unclean, he galloped away, but love spoke and he knew what he needed to do. He stopped, turned the horse and approached the leper. He dismounted, took money from his purse, placed it in the leper's hand and turned away, but love wasn't through. He turned back and took the leper's hand and brought his leprous skin to his lips and kissed it. The leper, seeing the love of Christ and the traveler, took hold of him and gave him the kiss of peace. And Francis returned the same. He mounted his horse and rode back to Assisi and from that day onward his yellow brick road led him back and back and back again to where love would have him go to that colony of lepers. Homeless lepers. For this was where the father was and this is where the father will always be where love should take us. How can we know the way, asks the Apostle. Oh, I am the way and the truth and the life, says the Savior. Follow me. And with every step, every paddle, every movement, closer and closer to the Father of all loves